You are listening to the NIHL Flyby with your hosts Matt Lindsay and Dave Ferrari, proudly supported by Skaters Network and Pride Tape. Welcome to episode 31. I'm one of your hosts, Matt Lindsay. And I'm Dave Ferrari. And what a week it has been in hockey, Davey. And what a way to start this episode than none other than... That's right, mate. I know we usually reserve that for the who are you, but we are back together again, mate. Bloody Bonnie and Clyde. Are they, I don't know if Bonnie's a female or not, but you can take that one. Um, outlaws, won't they? I think so. Anyway, how are you feeling, mate? We're back together. I think we're more a Calvin and Hobbes duo. Ah, the cartoon. If you, uh, did you ever read those? No. I know it's still going, but no. Nah. back, mate. We've got the instant coffee going. I'm sure Mr. Good Old Hunter Ice Skating Stadium, instant coffee. Yep. Um, mate, celebration. That's right. It's Acoustics are good. Got the buttons ready to go, so people hear plenty of action. Got lots of sound bites this week, do you? Uh, well, just the old ones, mate, but uh, I think people have missed them a little bit, so it'll be good to, uh, to bring those back out. But anyway, mate, exciting news. NHL is back. It is officially started this week, just uh, a couple of days ago with the uh, Pittsburgh... Penguins and the uh, Seattle Crack, no, Washington Capitals, no. Who Pittsburgh, did they play? Pittsburgh, Tampa played. Tampa, and that's then right. Seattle and Vegas played in, um, yeah, controversial one there. Uh, yeah, I did see that, the, goal, uh, the yeah. kicking motion. What did you think? Oh, look, I like it. I think that should be a good goal in hockey. However, I don't, I don't think that should have been a goal if the way I interpret the rule. Um, but, you know... Whatever, I'm not an NHL uh, official. Yep. Probably could be if I wanted to be, but I'm not. I'd say so, mate. You've done three NI games before, so you're probably ready. Exactly. So, uh, mate, I'll just let them do their thing. Very good. Very good. Now, speaking of, uh, I know I butchered who was playing who there, but uh, with the Tampa Bay playing Pittsburgh, mate, it was a pretty important game for yourself, given that we've decided to do a, uh, a different thing this year in what's called... Uh, Stanley Cup regular season snake draft, mate. Can you elaborate a little bit? Yeah, the in-season Stanley Cup, mate. So stolen from uh, from your mentor, Jeff Merrick, on 32 <laughs> Thought Podcast. Uh, so if anyone listens to that, you'll, you'll well know what the in-season Stanley Cup is. But something that we learn about um, from that podcast and just recently, and, mate, it's all... I'm, I really enjoy the concept and it's nice and easy because, you know, I've done the odd fantasy league before and it's a lot of upkeep. Um, Hockey's not something you can do like footy tipping. Like I know growing up I did a lot of AFL footy tipping and that was easy. Um, You know, you had it in the workplace or school or whatever. Yep. But with hockey, nothing's really that easy. But this is. So what it is, for those who don't know, is uh, we got together, there's four of us. So there's um, yourself, yourself uh, Stephen Lindsay, Hamish Powell, uh, and myself got together, the four of us. We had pick names uh, at random and we had a draft order and then we each pick um, in the snake draft. So everyone knows snake draft goes um, one, two, three, four, and then four, three, two, one. Mm-hmm. one mate, two, can three, I just four. cut you off there for a second because yeah, we did do it over Zoom um, and you were the one that, pulled out or drawed uh, the order mm. and uh, I don't know if you uh, maybe made your your ballot double thickness or something mate but you ended up picking yourself coming first so mm. I feel I was a little bit rigged but I was happy with fourth given that it is a snake draft. 
Yeah. yeah, and I can see how a lot of people would think that was rigged, but I tell you what, the it was high tech. We had the clear container in view of the camera at all times. We showed the names before they got scrunched up and entered the container. We had a big shake around, and they were scrunched up into little pieces, so you don't know. You can't tell what's, what's what. Mm-hmm. And then a reach in, get it out. Um, and, uh, yeah, I came out first as usual, so I think just luck follows me around. Yeah, um, right. And then, yeah, so you, end, you each end up, if you have four players, with eight teams each. Um, and then what happens is Tampa Bay Lightning, they are the reigning Stanley Cup champions. They start the season with the Stanley Cup. Whoever beats them, they get the Stanley Cup. So Pittsburgh beat them in, in game one. They have the Stanley Cup. Now whoever beats Pittsburgh next, the next game Pittsburgh plays against Florida – if Florida beat them, they have the Stanley Cup. If Pittsburgh win, they hold on to the Stanley Cup. And that goes on throughout the whole season. And whoever, whichever team um, is finishes the regular season with the Stanley Cup is the in-season Stanley Cup champion. And then whoever has that team, so if it's one of my eight, Matty, which it mm-hmm. likely will be, I am the champion. And, you know, we've put a, we've put a big, bit of large up for grabs here. Um, you know, like we've done all right. Yeah, we have, mate, and I will uh, have to draw off the mortgage if I lose this, though. Yeah, um, we've put, uh, we've, it's a, would you call it a three or a five-digit number? Three. Oh, let's call it five. Makes it call sound better. It makes it sound better, but yeah. we've definitely got some decimals in there. So it's a, it's a three-digit number. You know, it's not light jitty. And um, that's up for grabs. So essentially you'll win 400 bucks, but 100 bucks of that will be your own. I've mm-hmm. just given it away. Yeah, <laughs> thanks, mate. We yeah. tried to keep it a mystery, but I mean, uh, what's nine times four? Anyway, a uh, hundred bucks. <laughs> uh, but you can do any amount you want, or you can just do bragging rights. Um, so you get three hundred bucks, which I think is pretty good. Yep. Now, you know, I don't want to bang on for too long, but I do want to brag about my draft. Um, so I just read out the teams here really quick. Yeah, Obviously, go for it. right off the bat, I pick Calgary because you know, if I don't win the cup, that's fine. But I sure I'm not going to lose it when my own team wins it. So Calgary, uh, I got Calgary, Seattle, New York Islanders, Winnipeg Jets, Ottawa, Pittsburgh, Arizona, and Montreal. And I know I read it half of those, their full name, but that was going to take forever. So yep. that's my team. Uh, Steve and Lindsay <laughs> actually <laughs> slept in. Yeah, Uncle Steve. Bit um, tired the night of the, uh, the hey, snake draft, you know wasn't he? you're getting up there in age when you have an 8 p.m. snake draft. And uh, you're in bed fast asleep. Yeah, so it's too late for Steve. Steve had uh, it was selection by committee, but but I don't think he could have done better himself because he has in order: Toronto, Edmonton, Dallas, Washington, New York Rangers, Chicago, LA, and San Jose. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hamish has Florida, Buffalo, Tampa, Anaheim, Nashville, Columbus, Vancouver, and Detroit. And Maddie, you are stuck with Colorado, Carolina, Vegas, Minnesota, Boston. Philadelphia, New Jersey, and St. Louis. So currently, I uh, I won the cup. <coughs> I won the cup from, jeez, uh, who had from it? Hamo. From Hamo, and he has a chance to win it back from me tomorrow when Flo or today when the pod comes out when Florida play Pittsburgh. So um, it's all mm. happening. You know, I don't think we'll be tracking it daily, but it's easy to just to scroll back and see who has the cup at what time. Um, Mate, I think we will be. I'm pretty excited. I. Uh I definitely kept track of that first game uh, to see if uh, Tampa was going to lose it and just to see where it went. So I think we'll probably look at doing a bit of a weekly uh, catch-up with the four of us and see where it's moved to and who currently holds it uh, week in, week out. 
Yeah. Um, but I do think Hamo's got by far the worst teams in this competition. I might have to eat my words later on, but just looking at those, a couple of his picks were pretty weird to me. Well, Buffalo second, but I get it. He's a Buffalo fan. Um, mm. But I think at pick four is where it really, like Anaheim, no, yeah. Nashville. Anaheim Columbus, early surprised me. Vancouver, Detroit. But uh, hey, look, there could be a tactic there and he may have the last laugh. If there's anyone that knows betting, it's Hamo. So I'm not counting him out. Too shy. Um, but yeah, cool way to do something fun this year. And look, if you haven't, if you you know you think that's a good idea, ah, oh, but you've missed the start of the season. Um, whatever, you know, it's it. You can start at any time, really. Yeah, it's as long a long as season. On the same page, and yeah, exactly. Um, you know, if you do start, uh, let us know what teams you got. Tag us on the on the Insta or whatever, and we'll get it out there so you, your crew has some more bragging rights, like I will have. Come. Uh, um, whenever the season finishes, May, June, June, May, yeah, May, something actually. like that, May or June, regular yeah. season, yeah. Excellent, mate. Now, as the uh, oh, sorry, can I just say, oh yeah, watching that Pittsburgh game because that's what we're talking about, Pittsburgh, Tampa, mate. Brian Boyle, he's oh, long been one of my favorite that players guy. in the league. Uh, and it was actually when uh, I was playing a tournament once, and I had a bit of a mustache going and some long hair, and a guy came up to me and said, "You look like Brian Boyle," and I thought. Oh that's my the best God. compliment I've ever got. So yeah, That's cringe, mate. You look mate, nothing like him. We, but all, we all know that uh, he's a spitting image on me. Mm. Um, anyway, he's uh, one of, but long been one of my favourite players. He's did a professional tryout with Pittsburgh. He made the team, scored a goal, the second goal of the game. Beauty goal, actually, five-hole. And mm. we talk about shooting low and along the ice. It wasn't quite along the ice, but it almost was, and it just got that gap between the stick and pad. Yep. So, beauty goal. Damn congrats. good example, and it made us look good, didn't it, mate? We just talked about that last yeah. week, and there he goes doing it in the NHL. Yeah, we're experts, mate. Um, exactly. You know, we can we can tell you how to score. Just don't ask us to do it. <laughs> now, just lastly on the, uh, the NHL, mate, we've obviously – been talking for a few weeks about how to watch the games and all that stuff, and we kept gloating about our fetch boxes that were on their way. Um, now, look, I've actually got exciting news. They have officially landed just today, mate, the day of the pod, but um, got an email about two weeks ago saying, sorry, it's been significantly delayed, which did put a bit of panic uh, in us, mate, because we were really wanting to make sure we captured the, the start of the season. Um, and obviously with them landing today, um, the season's two days old, so a bit behind. But, um, you know, we got there in the end, so we're excited to get those hooked up and get that uh, ESPN package that everyone's talking about. And hopefully it comes to fruition and it yeah. works just like we're expecting. Yeah, and, and uh, look, my brother's got the fetch and he's well, he says, yep, loves it. Flawless, gets every game through the ESPN app, through his fetch and all that. Uh, he's all happy with it, so hopefully it goes smoothly. But I tell you what, I was uh, a bit desperate yesterday to watch that Pittsburgh, or two days ago, whatever, to watch that Pittsburgh game. Mm-hmm. So, uh, mate, I rolled the dice, uh, and I typed in what a lot of people were suggesting on Instagram, which we shared uh, at Newcastle Ice Hockey a long little while ago. Mm-hmm. I just typed into Google, NHL 66. That's it. Mm. Came up with that website, a Russian website. And Ar- Iranian, cl- actually, I'd, Ira- I'd Okay, yeah. sorry, Iranian. The good people in Iran. Yep. Yeah, or Irania. No, Iran. Iran, yeah. The good people Iran, in Iran. Yeah. Iran. Uh, putting it up, and mate, <laughs> super easy. Game's right there. I had to close one window, which was taking me to some YouTube thing. Now, I get it. My computer, computer is likely riddled with viruses now. Yeah, incurable. I hope you weren't doing your internet banking at the same time. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that money's guys could end up costing me the, uh, <laughs> you know, the 23 99 that's in my bank account. But, um, yeah, 
I'll tell you what though, it got me out of a jam provided mm-hmm. my f- computer can fight off the viruses. Yep. I don't have any virus software on there, so I don't know who's doing the fighting. But uh, yeah, look, so if you are in a jam and maybe it's a work computer or an office <laughs> computer and you don't have to worry about the virus, NHL 66 until your fetch box comes. Uh, flawless, great commentary. I, I, if the fetch box stream is as good as that, I will be 100, 100% happy. There so, we go. Okay. Um, everyone, all the, you uh, Iranis, great job. <laughs> Excellent. Now, mate, the saying goes there's no I in team, but there is an I in, in, David. A, in, in what? David. There is an I in David. Yep, well done. Uh, but also there's an I in NIHL, mate. So that was going to be my smooth segue, but you've just jumped right in there like as usual. Uh, but now let's jump into that I a little bit, mate. We've got the obviously the very highly anticipated space launch coming up here. Uh, very soon, mid-November, just about four weeks away now. Um, but let's just have a chat about about it a little bit, mate. We launched it last week after the captain's meeting. have had a ton of registrations roll in, um, so much so that it's actually looking like Division 2 and 3 might already be fully sold out, mate. Full, yeah. Now, um, yeah, look, essentially they are. Now, if you want to play in one of those divisions, still get your rego in because... This year, like we don't have the Brewers, which we had last year in Division 1. We're expanding to four teams in Division 4. So the caliber of each division is going to be different this year than it has been in the past. And we have spots to fill. So although they are full on paper right now, you can still register and you still may be able to get in. But we just can't guarantee it uh, because we may move some people up to Div 1. We may move some people down to Div 4. Yep. uh, So on, so on. So Now, just on the the change in divisions, Dave, as you mentioned, some people might go up, some people might go uh, down a division. That's definitely not a slight on people's ability or, you know, us thinking that someone isn't quite at a certain skill level. It's more, um, you know, so we can try to balance out all the competition as evenly as possible and... You know, some players might find Division 4 is actually better suited to their, their level of play. Absolutely, Matty. And, you know, that's always been a contentious issue for some players, and I've even felt it myself as a player. Um, you know, you never want to get put down a division. But in a situation like this, and this may not even happen, but I do want to preface it because it is – I know it's on the forefront of a lot of players' minds at times um, – as I said, the, the standard is going to change. Like I, I can already tell you, Division 4 this year is going to be better than it was mm. previous year. One, because all the players returning uh, have a season under their belts and we just see those players, they get so much better each game. Um, and we're expanding the teams. So there's going to be some players in Div 3 that are going to be better suited to that pace in Div 4. There's going to be some players in Div 3 that are going to be better suited to the pace in Div 2. Um, it's not going to be so. Yeah, if you get put in a new division, uh, give it a, give it a try because mm. I know every time we've done that with the player in the past, the player has always benefited. Yep, they get more touches um, or they get challenged more, and they just grow as a player. And um, look, like we said off the bat, mate, we're experts. That's uh, right. That were your words, I think. You think you said we are the most expert hockey brains in the country. I think we're your. Uh, quote, I don't know if it was mine, but we can go back. But yeah, yeah it could have been yours. Um, so just just trust us. It's all. It's mate. I'll tell you what. This is going to be the biggest and best league ever. Yep, absolutely. Now, just the final thing on the uh, the space launch from me, mate. Before we move along to some segments, was just a good question. I thought that came through uh, the pipeline through the week. 
So I just wanted to read it out to you and just get your um, advice on it. So question was, from what I heard and can extrapolate from the podcast, it's a big word there. I haven't heard it before. What does it mean? Well, I think it's just in regards to how they've interpreted what we've said. Extrapolate. I don't have the exact definition. We might have to Google it. doesn't roll off the tongue, but it's a good one. I'm going to put it in the bank. Yeah, I do like it. Uh, So from what I hear or heard and extrapolated from the podcast, juniors get something like numbers 0 to 19, Div 4 gets 20 to 39, Div 3 gets 40 to 59, etc. If that's the case, can we ask for a specific number? And if not, can we swap our numbers with fellow teammates if they are in the same division and who agree to a swap? Uh, kind of. So it's, it's not that simple. Mm-hmm. Um, the numbers do run in windows, but it doesn't go like junior 4321 kind of thing. It, it uh, does bounce around a little bit. Uh, they're also size appropriate. So we have a good spread of sizes that we think will fit everyone. We know roughly what players' size are, roughly. And we have um, some spares if players need a different size. So within that, we will assign you a number that's going to meet what the game sheet reads on game one. Mm-hmm. So, for example, if you get a large and you are a large, which is what I wear, uh, and you have number uh, 21, for example, yep. and another person in your team has a large that's number 22, and you guys, you want 22, they want 21. Yes, you can do that swap, as long as they're keen to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but you have to... Tell us, the scorekeepers, your captain, because we need to change that on all the records as to who has that journey jersey because the club owner member um, and marries up on the game sheets for games played, points, suspensions, um, all that stuff. So, yes, a little bit, but the number you want might be in a small or yep. a medium or a triple XL, you know. So um, there's a lot of factors there. Can it happen? yes. Uh, are you likely going to get the exact number you want in the exact size? That's probably unlikely, but nothing is impossible, mate. I believe that was your quote as well. There we go. All right, hopefully that answers that question. Any other points we want to add around the space launch? Uh, oh, I guess oh, you're looking and picking up the uh, the schedule here, mate. So yeah, mate. yeah, pass it to you for that one. The schedule, the fluid schedule. Now, you might know, you might have seen that on the website, all the teams are up, like it's not who's on the teams, but the logos and such. And there's three rounds entered in on the website. As we are recording this, they are not correct. So, <laughs> <laughs> why would they be? Never so, are. Yeah, so there's. I've got to do a change. I'll tell you what the change is going to be now because they're somewhat correct. So Monday nights is going to be Division 1, 7 o'clock onward. Tuesday nights is going to be Division 2. Possib- we're t- 7 o'clock onward, but we're actually toying with a 6.45 p.m. start. Okay. Okay, it's a little earlier. Um, Wednesday nights, Division 4. You Congratulations, Div 4. You got your own night now, hump day. Like, that's a great night to play hockey. Absolutely. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. So, Division 4, 7 p.m. onwards, Wednesday night. Now... Thursdays, Division 3, historically always been Division Mm 3, 7 p.m. onwards. However, we are also toying with a 6.45 p.m. start. So 
watch this space. Now, I didn't mention one division, Matty. What was that? I'm going to check if you're listening. That was the junior division, mate. Congratulations. Good guess. Thank you. Uh, That's good. They're going to be playing their games on Saturday afternoons because right now, youngsters, they always play their games on Saturday afternoons. Yeah, right. They're going to keep that slot. So right after the public skate, I've got to hone in on exactly what that time that is. Mm-hmm. They're going to play then. But do you have something there, Maddie, for some special news? I think I might. I think you're going to want to hear this. <laughs> I forgot about that one. I like it. Mate, we have two... Uh, special events throughout the season. Now, these dates are to be confirmed, but mm-hmm. there's like, well, I can say there's one in December for the Sonics v Galaxy, and then there's one in January for the Astros v Navigators. Now, what these are is it's on a Sunday from 2 p.m. onward. So, first game starts at 2, the last game finishes at 8. That entire club, house, house, club, well, I don't know, yeah, house club, clubhouse. Clubhouse. Clubhouse, there we go. That entire clubhouse. That was organic, people. Is going to play back to back to back to back to back, right? Wow. Against the Galaxy. Now, they're regular season games, so they count in the standings and all that, but it's going to be a combined score of who takes that cup. It's a cup, this one. Mm-hmm. Who takes the cup that weekend. So uh, so are you saying this is similar to other sports, mate, where they compete for, you know, whether it's a um, memorial-style cup or something that they get awarded after that uh, day's events yeah, that's like, kind of on top of the NHL's yeah. regular season trophy? Wow, yes. that's, that is so outstanding. So, like, in the AHL, for example, the two Melbourne teams yep. play for the Yarra Cup. Yep. I don't know if you knew that. I did. So they, throughout the year, because they play each other f- four times. No, it'd be eight, wouldn't it? Because uh, you play every team. Two, two, yeah, eight times. But that's still uneven. So I don't know how they determine. No, it's not eight. No, it's four. It's four. Four. Yeah. So uh, yeah, two home, two, two away. And then they each and have that. But they're all kind of home because they're all yeah. the ice house. But yeah, yeah so it's very it confusing. Four times. No. One and one. No, one it is one. eight. Yeah, no, it's one and one. You only go to someone once and they no, only go to Perth No, we go twice. Once. No, no, because there's two teams down there. But like, we only go to Perth once and they only come here once. But we go, we play the dogs in Sydney oh, yeah, twice. No, no, and we play Perth twice too. We go back yeah. double header. Yeah, yeah. So you would play, they would play each other eight times. Would they though? <laughs> yeah, they would. But why? If we, like, if it's the dogs, no, if it's the no. dogs versus you're Newcastle, right. Right. we done. only play four. Yeah, you're so right. So they should be the same. <laughs> yeah. They are. We got there in the end. They are. They play, they play <laughs> each other. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. Um, so how do they give away the Arrow Cup? Because it's even amount of games. It's not a series. So maybe it's aggregate goals. I don't know. Well, yeah. Maybe just one special game is the Arrow Cup game. I think it might be. Because I know the Canada Cup's played against the Bears and Melbourne Ice, and it's just a one game. That's a one-off. Is there a Canada Cup? I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay, so I get, <laughs> So I get, you can probably get what we're saying. There's a, there's a cup. Now, the, the name, we're actually still toying around with the name because... Um, uh, there's we got yeah I can't let anything out of the bag there but initially I had we sorry had done the names uh, and it's a space launch right so did you yeah. know Maddie that the Polaris star is uh, I think it's the brightest star in the mm. galaxy is that got anything to do with Polaroid cameras no okay no, I don't know <laughs> I don't know but uh, so this one. 
in, you know, again, this is just a draft. Don't be quoting us on this. But for example, the Sonics and the Galaxy in December are doing all their games on a Sunday playing for the Polaris Cup. It's going to be an event, Maddie. Unbelievable. Um, I can't wait. It's going to be an event. Sounds like a ripper day. I'll tell you what, also, just FYI, on the grapevine, Mm. big talk about Hunter Ice Skating Stadium and liquor license. I'll leave it there. Okay. So when I say it could be a big day, another reason to just hang around and watch some more games. Interesting. Um, You learn nothing else when you're here. You learn this. That's good too. I forgot about that one. Now, in uh, January, the Astros and Navigators... They could be playing for the Sirius Cup. Oh. Not the Sirius Cup. It'll be Sirius. S-I-R-I-U-S? Yes. Yeah. Because did you know that is the furthest northern star in the galaxy? I do now, mate. Well, that could be the brightest and the polite. One of them for each of those. I know the Sirius FM. Isn't that a radio station? Yeah, satellite radio. Oh, there you go. Okay. Where's the the satellite? Mm, In the sky. In the galaxy. Mm. In the universe out there floating. So, mate, those weekends are going to be massive. And uh, I can tell you, though, that where everyone plan out your Christmas, because we've got to fit all these games in, right? That's been the challenge. That's why this schedule right now is fluid. Uh, we're going right up until Christmas, mate. We may even see Santa in the building that night because the last game of Division 3, so the whole week, is get, so, so Division 3, t- 23rd of December. Wow, okay. It's Christmas Eve Eve. That's it. So division that Monday we're going to play. So the twentieth, twenty first, twenty second, and then twenty third it'll finish. So right up till Christmas we got to because we just got to fit everything in. Mm. And then we're not sure exactly when we'll be back in the new year yet, but it will be early. And then we don't play over Australia Day long weekend. Yep. Um, and then there's also a tournament here in early February, I believe. Uh, we're just navigating around that as well. But I'm gonna this week you'll start to see in the coming days. The first, uh, at least all of November schedule coming out. It's already up there. I just got to tweak some times and yep. move the juniors to the weekend and blah, blah, blah. Uh, but your captains will be letting you know. Uh, actually, we'll be letting you know that when the schedule is locked in. And we'll also be letting you know what team you are captaining. So what threads you'll be wearing, who you're working with in your mini clubhouse. Mm. So... Lots happening. That'll be in the next seven days, Maddie. So lots happening there. And, mate, there was a lot there, but I think that is it for the space launch. Excellent. Oh, sorry. No, one more thing. We need more managers. Now, coaches we have a lot of and we need you all. And there's in January, I believe, there's another coaches course happening. Excellent. Um, we'll get de- that out early. More details on that to come. But every team that needs a coach needs a non-playing manager. Now, that can be anyone in the league, but... It's an important role. Like mm. you need to be there. If, if a under-18 player hurts themselves and needs to get coordinated to get to hospital and ambulance or whatever, you need to kind of help coordinate that and their protection and all that. So if people want to do that, you don't need any more registration. Being Playing in the league, you already have it. But please let us know so I can add you to that list and you'll get assigned a team. You may have different teams from time to time, but I mean, perfect world. We'd love to have, say, you are assigned to that team. Every time that team plays, you're there on the bench. Yep. So let us know. Absolutely. All right. I think it's a good time now, mate, to jump into our first segment of the week with Pride Tape Sightings. Now, this for one, Davey, I am excited that hockey's come back. The rink's opened up. Hockey is going to be getting played. 
very soon here, so I think we're going to be able to uh, elaborate a little bit more on the Pride Tape sightings. But this week, I just wanted to give a shout out to Jace Polglaze, mate, because he has been hounding us, you know, in a positive way, to get his hands on some Pride Tape because he wants to get his stick wrapped up, looking sharp, ready to go for game one. So we uh, we have got that in here, mate. We've got his name penciled on that tape, ready for pickup as soon as he's ready. Apparently, he's coming in later this week. So it'll be good for him to uh, grab a hold of that and get looking sharp for game one. Absolutely, mate. And uh, Paul Glaze, so good, good job for rocking the pride tape. Um, and also, Maddie, uh, in Division One, so no Brewers this year, um, which means another local goaltending spot up for grabs. A big talk around town is that he is a top prospect for that. Um, obviously, the East Coast, one of the East Coast goalies, him and Ethan Speld. Yep. Um, and he's looking good. Although I heard he got uh, lit up a little bit last night in drop-in. But first skate back, you can't really count that. But no, uh, I'll tell exactly. you what, he's in, he's in super shape. I don't know if you've seen on the Instagrams. He's, he's cut a heap of weight. He's looking toned. Uh, and he's doing a bunch of runs. Yeah, he's looking so for a big contract, I think, for this for summer. Big contract year. And I think the pride tape is just only going to help his cause. Absolutely. Well, uh, good luck to Jace with whatever team gets him. Um, I think it's going to be a good one, mate. Agreed. All right, let's now jump into our second segment, mate, with this week's... All right, Davey, I think all the listeners are dying to know who last week's mystery player was, especially around some of those little words at the end of the, uh, the mystery player that's tweaked some people's suspicion. Absolutely. So, uh, you know, they, they've played a bunch of times, played on teams in almost every division, uh, inline background, can be a brick wall at times. Sometimes that brick wall is a bit wobbly. Mate, Chris Wobbles Priestley. Chris Priestley, excellent. I've, I had a feeling it was going to be that and, you know, the wobbly thing really stuck out to me because he refers to himself as Wobbles as well, I as think. And, and, and a lot of people only know him as Wobbles. Yeah, so when we had right. some guesses coming in, exactly. people actually said, Wobbles, don't, don't know his actual name. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but I tell you, everyone knows him as Wobbles, and he's a bit of an icon around the rink, actually. I think everyone knows him. Obviously playing for the Sting in East Coast the last couple of years. Yep. Um, he's a regular at drop-in uh, in both the Div 1 and Div 2. And in-house, like I said, he's, he's just played on a number of different teams, and uh, I'm sure he'll be back in the mix uh, this season. Absolutely, mate, and we'll give a uh, a big shout out to the winners right now. And the people that guessed wobbles were Brendan and Sherry McCormack, of Glenn course. Reynolds, Jace Polglaze, Clinton Osborne, Miles Nidri, and Shannon Bailey, mate. Very good, mate. Now I believe there was one in there that uh, was a uh uh-uh. There was, mate. There was actually two. Uh, Shannon Bailey himself, actually, he he had two guesses. So I wasn't sure uh, if I was going to keep him in there for the celebration, that, but yeah, that's we're going to get some rules here. Because, yeah, I know, yeah. I know, because he did. He started off with Chris Priestley. He said, "I reckon it's Wobbles, Chris Priestley," but if not, I think it's myself. And I thought, "Oh, okay, that's interesting." But we did in have another guess. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we had another guess from Mitch Jones, similarly with Shannon Bailey. Again, around that inline background. Yeah. So no, it wasn't. I don't think it was Mitch Jones. It was um, another Mitch. Might have been the big booty, actually. 
Mitch Booty. It could have been. I've got to go back on Instagram and I okay. can't do it right now. So I'm pretty sure it, it was Jonesy, but that's all right. Uh, it could have been, but it's it's. we'll just call him Mitch. All right, let's just leave it at Mitch. So anyway, that's the guesses for our mystery play from last week, mate. Let's now move on to this week's... So this player, uh, where do I start with this player? This player, uh, I remember from when they were a peewee Mm -hmm. around the rink. And when they were a peewee, you would only see him on the ice in a custom LA Kings jersey with name and number on the back. Okay. However... Personal name? Yes. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, their name. Um, They're a bit of a prodigy. And still are, but gun player. Uh, I think they've changed their number though because I think they had 44 on the back of the jersey back then. And now they don't wear that number. Well, that's because you stopped wearing 44, mate. I did wear 44 for a season. Uh, this player has played at all levels in Newcastle. Okay. Has not played for Australia. Arguably should have. Or could have, mm-hmm. or could still, or should still. This player does some coaching. Okay. This player, you know how uh, someone uh, as handsome as yourself, Maddie, might make uh, you know a lady weak at the knees, so to speak, as the saying goes. Mm. All the time, it happens all the time, mate. There might be uh, some. Some uh, ladies out there that make this player weak at the ankles, so to speak. Interesting. Okay, so I'm going to leave it at that. And I think uh, this will be a tough one. I'm going to say already, Brennan, Sherry, apologies. You ain't getting this one because <laughs> it's a bit vague, but I just think it's a bit out of your wheelhouse. Although the player does play in the NHL and has done for a while. And uh, do I give away more, Matty? Do you want me to keep going? I've got a bit more info. Yeah, sure. Do one more, One more clue. In, I'll say in the last few seasons, I won't say which one, this player has actually been my line mate at times. All right. Okay. All right, I'll leave it at that. And that is this week's... Do you know who it is? I do, mate. Okay. I what do. gave it the, the week at the ankles? Uh, week at the ankles and the LA Kings. You remember that? Yeah, yeah. I do. Yeah. I do. Been coached a couple of times by uh, NSA. Ooh. Okay, well, let's not... Let's yeah, not yeah, sorry. We'll, yep, we'll leave it at that. Um, all right, let's now try our... Pick up our banana phone, Davey, and see if we have any luck with ringing this guy. We've tried to call him before. He's not one to answer his phone during the day, it appears, but I reckon we give it another crack and see if we can have a chat to none other than Chris Kazeri. Chris Kazeri, mate. Matt Lindsay here. How you doing? And how you going? Good, mate. Good. I'm joined here by none other than Hello. Dave Ferrari. Can you hear us? Yeah, I got you, man. Hey, Dave. Hey, mate. So this, obviously, you must understand by now that uh, you're going to be on the flyby. Ah, cool. 
<laughs> that's what you meant to say. What's I think the, you guys might have tried to call me a couple of times. We have, mate. Sorry. So you can't dodge this one. You're here. Yeah, yeah. I tried ghosting you guys actually through oh, lockdown. No. <laughs> uh, thanks. But anyway, don't worry. We can, you we can, can edit that out later. We right. can do heaps of editing. So, um, look, before Matt steals the interview from me, uh, I have mm-hmm. you been back at the rink yet since it opened on Monday? And how was, how was it um, after the layoff? Um, yeah, I've been back every chance I've gotten. Um, Good man. Yeah, it was awesome, man. Like, it, yeah, it was really cool. Like, I sort of, um, yeah, I don't know. I wasn't even, <clears throat> I was like, oh, yeah, well, it's open. I guess I'll go kind of thing. But I don't know whether I was even, like, heaps excited about it. But then, yeah, when I actually got there, it was, um, yeah, man, best day I've had for ages. Did like, you feel rusty? <laughs> like, how did your um, skills feel out there? Oh, it wasn't actually as bad as I thought. Like, I'm heaps rusty, but I thought it would just be like, I thought I'd be absolutely hopeless. <laughs> a lot of people know who you are, Chris, and, and obviously you're um, one of our favourites in the NI community, but just wanted to get a bit of history from you, mate, because obviously you started playing a bit later in your life, so I just wanted to see what got you into the sport and you know how you've found it over the last couple of years. Um, yeah, well... I uh, I kind of watched Goon on Netflix, man, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh wow, that was you know like that'd be cool. I was kind of I was doing some boxing actually, and um, okay. I, I don't know. I don't think I um, really liked getting punched in the head or punching other people in the head. Yep, which was sort of ironic given that Goon would <laughs> make you want to play hockey. But um, yeah, like. Oh, no, yeah, I was watching it with, uh, like, a, you know, I was with a girlfriend at the time and, like, we were looking to, you know, just, she was looking to get into, like, a sport and she sort of, you know, she was pretty interested in figure skating. So, I, um, we both signed up for the Learn to Skate. Yep. Being in, like, a block of five lessons on Saturday mornings and rocked up and that was, like, the first time I ever ice skated. And, wow. um And that was, like, 2018 and, like, I could barely stand up and it was terrifying and um yeah so we we bought the five lessons went to the first one and then we broke up a couple of days later and i kept going okay <laughs> so, so you <laughs> over the girl i like it mate and, uh, hockey will steal, yeah. steal your girlfriend yeah <laughs> um, <laughs> it, was a, it was a good good distraction at the time as well and yeah yeah, absolutely. Thought, man. yeah. Hey, now have you ever been in a hockey fight since uh starting or watching goon and all that Nah, man. Nah. Never drop the glove. I've, I've got a cage on, though, so it would kind of be a bit of a dick move, wouldn't it? <laughs> it would be. You'd be well protected. You'd probably, I, my money would be on you to win the fight. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> it's, it's been a while. But no, nah, I've only really lost my temper, like, once, I think, in, in, a, in a game. And I, I kind of, um, yeah, someone kind of, I got kind of boarded and, and smeared into the glass a bit and like it, it messed up my glasses inside my helmet and stuff and then mm. I think Bora penalised whoever did it and I sort of skated along with them to the penalty box and gave him a bit of a wild tap in the shin pad and <laughs> that was about as close as I ever got but um, nice. I don't now, know I even hit him in a pretty like in a shin pad so it wasn't really that yeah, hardcore was it? Yeah. <laughs> now, I do notice that and I know you probably don't want to talk about uh about this topic, but I am curious because I you they just reminded me you do wear your glasses when you play, 
and you are known around, well, at least in my circles at the rink of having some pretty uh, cool thug-looking glasses. Um, I'm a fan. but I, I was unaware of this. <laughs> okay, yeah, no, you might, everyone's loving the glasses. But uh, do you, like, have you thought about contacts? Is there a reason you don't do contacts? Do you find that, that the glasses fit with your helmet? I guess what advice can you give other people out there that are new to the game and it's like, what do I do? Glasses, no glasses, how does it work with the helmet and the fogging and everything? I mean, most people, I think, that need glasses tend to use contacts. I'm just too lazy for it, I think. Like, And they're, they're like disposable as well. So I kind of, my life is kind of, a, a lot of it is like going to hockey and then straight to work and then back to hockey. Mm. Um, the amount of, con- like, you know, touching my eyeballs is just, I'm just not cool with it. Mm. So, um, yeah, I kind of went the, uh, now do you get, fog? You know, how do you deal with the fog? Dude, I, I like, sometimes I, like, I use my, um, my, like, stick blade as a, as a fan, which, which does nothing at all. <laughs> so I, I just, it's all just with doing that, it's like a habitual thing. Um, no, nah, it's pretty, it sucks actually. Sometimes, like, for the first, like, 20 seconds of a shift, I'm just blind. So I just kind of, like, tilt my head back a little bit. Try and get, wow. Like, maybe I should get contact. Maybe this is, like, the moment what I realized I was just, being an idiot. <laughs> um, seconds of a shift, so get contacts and yeah. that'll be twenty percent more effective on a uh, on <laughs> yeah. A, I might be, but well, actually, it's get like because they're they're coming apart a lot. To be honest, like I still really like smash them into that helmet, and then I was playing like a game of drop in just before lockdown, and uh, Chucky like absolutely leveled me, and he was on my bench, so I was just in the in the wrong position. Yeah, he's a, he's a good player. And, um, oh, I like I like that you're pumping Chuck's tyres there, mate. But his head down, his head oh, is down wreck, more. Than, ball. Yeah, more than it's up. Well, so he, it doesn't surprise me. He just yeah, well, he destroyed me. But um, <laughs> like he hit me that hard that like both the lenses of my glasses actually like popped out and, no, and like no, a bloody hand in and just yeah, just went. So I had to like sort of yeah find them on the ice without my glasses, which was pretty difficult. <laughs> well, yeah. okay, um, I shouldn't laugh, but I'm picturing that. That's it. It's a bit funny. Yeah, I'm sure it was pretty funny. Yeah. There we go. Now, mate, um, so you've come a long way, really, in the three years that you've started Learn to Skate on those Sunday, Saturday mornings to where you are now. You've played representative uh, Newcastle hockey for the last couple of years um, in Division 5 and Division 3, I believe. You've at least been practicing with Div 3. Are you playing with Div 3 as well prior to the lockdown? No, I think I had a um, – I played a game with them last season. Yeah, uh, just as a call up when there were only like you know there was probably like six of us at Canterbury or something, which was really cool. Um, but no, they've sort of been a lot more like well drilled now. Like I think they're they're not struggling to make numbers and stuff like that. So I just sure. kind of put my hand up to get some extra ice time in, and yeah, so I like to you know just train with them every week, and uh, yeah, I um haven't been kicked out so <laughs> going. No, that's excellent i think you're a great example of just how far someone can come when they put the extra time in and you know come to public sessions come to morning sessions we're always seeing you down here and it's just showing with your on ice performance so i think you're an excellent example for other people that are wanting to you know try go up divisions whether it's in the ni or whether you know their goal is to try and make rep like you have um would you would you yeah. agree with that advice just to try get out there and, and do as much as much skating as you can yeah, man. I like. I kind of. I tend like. I bumped into a lot of guys that sort of had starting out and just rocking up to Stick and Park and 
yeah, they kind of, you know, um, they, I think they like they assume I'm better than I am because when you're first starting, like if someone can do a backwards crossover, it's <laughs> pretty awesome. Um, but yeah, so like, and I don't know, man, just every, every time I talk to them, I just, I don't know, I kind of believe in like a rote learning kind of part of hockey really where it's just like just do do it as much as you possibly can just over and over and over again and um you know eventually you'll hit x amount of hours where you know and some people like i don't know i'm not the most i'm not a very naturally gifted person in terms of um like balance and coordination and all that sort of Mm -hmm. stuff so i had to like you know hours at the rink had to be the equalizer kind of thing so i just i sort of yeah i guess that's the advice I tend to give to people that are starting out is just like skate constantly. And then when you think you've skated too much, keep skating. Sound advice, mate. I think that's uh, <laughs> excellent. Now, look, last one, uh, last one from us here. I don't want to keep you too long. You've probably seen a lot of the space launch stuff out there. I just want to get your thoughts, mate. What is your favorite jersey of the bunch? Oh, yeah. Good. I kind of like the, um, I kind of like the Sonic sort of throwback to like you know kind of seattle supersonics colors and like minnesota mm-hmm. north stars and stuff yeah. i think that's um they're really cool i don't think i'm gonna get that jersey though because i think tom's shotgunned it to the outlaws but um nothing's confirmed yet mate nothing's all right, all right cool, cool, cool. yeah yeah um i don't know man I, I, this seems boring but like i kind of i kind of like the galaxy even though i don't really like la but i kind of do like their jerseys for some reason because they're just sort of like Plain. Yeah, it is very, you know? very a bit boring, a bit plain. But I think that's what has the appeal, at least to me, is it's very crisp. Um, yeah, and that LA look, I think, is uh, it's a bit timeless, a bit sharp. Yeah, yeah, I kind of like just a you know a black and a white training jersey to yeah. play hockey and kind of thing. Yeah, there's not a lot going on. So yeah, yes. but no, they um they do look pretty cool, man. I um yeah, I'm, I'm I'm kind of for some reason I'm expecting to end up with an Astros jersey. I don't know what that why. I think it's just because the hounds are red. Mm. Yeah, okay. Okay. All right. Well, mate, look, thank you for actually answering the phone and not going to this time. Um, we can take <laughs> yeah. you off the hit hit list we have on the whiteboard here. We, no one will be coming around to give you a visit anymore. <laughs> and uh, so you can rest easy. And, uh, mate, we look forward to seeing you real soon at the rink. Hopefully, we can cross paths again. Um, well, we should be seeing him hopefully on, on Monday. Monday. To play. I yeah. just thought that as it came out of my mouth. So there you go. We'll look oh, forward yeah, to seeing cool. you Monday. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah, we'll do it. We'll catch up more then. Awesome, guys. Yeah, good to chat with you. Cheers, right, Chris. Cheers. All the best, mate. Cheers. Bye. Bye. There you have it, Matty. Uh, Chris Kazeri, a little insight uh, into him, and he's in, uh, similar to Wobbles. Uh, well, not yeah, as far as I'm sure everyone knows of Chris around the rink and his funky glasses. Uh, he's, a, he's a bit of a legend. Absolutely. We appreciate Chris finally answering the NI cold call, mate. All right, we're going to jump into our final segment of this week. Davey in the famous Dave's Question Corner. All right, David. I just have two things to bring up with you this week, mate. One of them is a question that came through again uh, via email this week um, from an anonymous source. Now, they wanted to ask all things captains and assistant captains. So I'm going to shoot this question off to you now. And get your thoughts. Yeah, mate. Hit me. All right. So, what are the captain's and assistant captain's duties on the ice? This particular person has been both in their career so far. And they were fine organising things off the ice, 
but was never sure of what they should be doing when they're on the ice. That is, do they request explanations of penalties from the referees? He also add, oh, sorry, they also add, they take it that there's no real value in disputing penalties, as we know. You're never going to get a penalty called Point, back. Pointless. Exactly. Um, but yeah, should, should, the, should the assistant captains be the ones that are going to chat to the referees about the game management and all that sort of thing and have the captains purely managing the team on the bench, that sort of thing? How do you see uh, captains and assistant captains and their role during a game? Um, well, look, I think uh, actually you're probably better qualified to answer that question, Maddie, as far as on ice goes, because uh, for years you uh, were the assistant captain for the North Stars AIHL team. So I might uh, confer to you on that one. Interesting. Okay. We don't have a Matt's question corner, but anyway. It's deflection. It's called a classic deflection. Okay. Uh, look, for for myself, um, I did, as an assistant captain, do a lot of the uh, – the uh, talks with the, the referees around some game management, around, you know, if there was a big scuffle, um, what was happening there, what was seen, what's going to be the um, the calls, you know, are we looking at a four-on-four, four? are we looking at a five-on-four, are we on the penalty kill, are they on the penalty kill? Um, those sort of questions. I'd never go up and say, you know, how could you make that call? You better call it back. As this person has said, that's never going to happen. Um, you might just politely say, oh, can you just please explain how that occurred just so we can try avoid that uh, going forward, you know? So um, it's all about the way you present to a referee to make sure that you try to keep a positive relationship with them throughout the game. And who knows, that may lead to, you know, more favours for your team over the other team. Absolutely. And I know from a coaching perspective, you know, basically you just want the captains to go over and um, be aware Sorry, be aware of what the situation is. So particularly if it's a scrum or some bigger penalties, like be over there and know um, being respectful of the referees, obviously keeping the distance outside of their little decrease thing they have near the penalty box, um, but be there to know quickly what the situation is so you can relay that back to the bench so then the coaches and the team can get organised. Are we on a power play penalty kill, five on four, five on three uh, and so forth? The other thing too is I know as a coach, um, if I see the other team's captain over there talking and lobbying with the referees, I want one of my captains over there to kind of potentially, you know, have a rebuttal to that um, or just to hear it and witness it, um, mm. to know what they're complaining about, what they want to know. Um, but for in-house, I think... Uh, yeah, exactly that. You're just there to communicate with the referees. As a captain, I think it's important that you have a good relationship with the referees so you're that calm voice of reason. Um, that, that way it's easier for the referees to communicate with you. I know as a ref as well, like if someone's a captain's blowing up at me, you know, I'm, it's going to be harder to communicate with that player. But if they're very calm, like, hey, what did you see there? Because we saw it this way. I'll happily have that conversation. So I think that's excellent. Off the ice, like this person said. It's getting everyone organised. Uh, and also in your play, you're the example, right? Mm, yeah. Working hard, doing the right things out there on the ice, taking short shifts, um, all that. But I'm, I do laugh a little bit, Maddie, because I remember there were times in our North Star days where particularly where Fridge was the coach and Fridge, um, good friend of ours, but he got quite heated on the bench sometimes and he might tell you to go over and tell the ref and a bunch of expletives and... And you tell him this and that, and then uh, I can just never you 
picture you uh, repeating those words to the referee. So you'd have to then translate that into your language to uh, go over and, and talk to the referee. And I always used to chuckle about that a little bit. Yeah, often you'd just go over there and say, look, our coach is obviously not very happy because you would have heard what he just told me to come and say to you. So <laughs> I'm going to pretend that I'm over here relaying what he's just said. So if you can just nod along and just uh, we'll wait here for another couple of <laughs> seconds and then I'll, I'll go back and say, yep, he's understood. I can just hear that too. <laughs> Yeah, look, um, I don't know if you know, Fridge is not happy. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm here to fight his fight, so yeah. Good yeah, one. I think the whole stadium knew when Fridge wasn't happy, mate. There's a few water bottles thrown over the years, and classically, Fridge, if you ever talk to him about throwing the water bottles, before you even get it all out, he will step in and remind everyone that there was an empty bottle. <laughs> That's why it looked like he has a weak arm, because <laughs> it was full of air. If it had been full of water, it would have looked like he was a quarterback. But uh, <laughs> yep. very angry, big throw, bottle didn't go very far at all. Excellent. All right, well, I hope that answers the question for that anonymous write-in. Uh, the other one I wanted to bring up, just to finish up from my end, mate, was I wanted to go back to this Adelaide competition. Now, we've seen online through the week that the Adelaide Adrenaline licence is up for grabs. So there's a lot of rumours going around, mate. Is that, it that we're buying it? Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. This podcast is doing so well <laughs> that we can now afford the adrenaline. Um, but no, like I'm curious is is that because the previous owner is now involved in the the uh, N I can remember NHSL. NHSL. Uh, what's going on there? Uh, don't know. Uh, from what I gather and things I've read online, rumours, innuendo. I don't have an Adelaide in, so I do, but I haven't spoken to them. Um, from what I understand is traditionally the Adelaide team has been run by like a co-op, a committee. It's a community owned and run team mm-hmm. by the hockey community there. Committee, club, you know. House. House, clubhouse. <coughs> so they've operated it very well. It's actually been a very successful AIHL team over the years when it comes to championships and just the way it's run. Mm-hmm. Haven't been competitive Um more recently but that's I think because they are committee run they don't have deep pockets to really entice the big imports and and things like that so because it's committee run it's harder for them to go out and get sponsorship and things like that yet a club like the North Stars for example are run by Gary as a business Um, and he'll probably tell you (laughs) it doesn't do too well but it's it's easier for him and his business connections to go get some sponsors to really lure in so the good players and imports and, and all the competitive teams, Canberra Brave are the same, Melbourne Ice are the same. So I think what this is, I don't think it's so much that the, someone from outside of Adelaide buying the licence and taking the team, although maybe that could happen, but more so it's they're looking for a business-orientated person to come in with some deep pockets and really help take the Adelaide program to the next level by purchasing the license and looking at at it as a bit of an investment that if they put some money into it, they're going to be much more competitive, much more sponsorship revenue coming in, selling more tickets, everything else, just like we've seen in Newcastle, Canberra, Melbourne Ice, uh, you know, so on and so on. So that's how I decipher it. That's how what I extrapolated from it. Interesting. Was that the word? Yeah, extrapolate. extrapolate. Yep. That's what I extrapolated from that uh, the, that rumours and innuendo. But uh, it's watch this space because we also know that Brisbane are wanting an AIHL team too, and they're mm. looking to purchase a license. So, that, you know, that could be on the cards as well. True, could be good timing. Now the NHSL mate, it, it I thought it was gone. It, they hadn't posted anything on their social media for about three weeks. I thought, okay, it's kind of died down. 
what's happened here in the background. But sure enough, they just came out this week with their draft order, who got drafted. Interestingly, one of our old teammates, Jaden Ryan, mate, has uh, yeah. been drafted. So we'll have to have a chat to him, see what's happened he there. He must have landed the big contract because mm. I know he's got a baby on the way due um, this year, I believe, before Christmas perhaps. Yeah. Um, and... You know, he has a job in Sydney or the Central Coast, um, does some coaching with the Sirens, so he must have one of those, um, you know, big, big mm. money deals to be drawing him. I've seen the figure there. of $50,000 uh, floating around online, mate. I don't know. Yeah, I don't have any confirmed evidence around that. It might that's, just be a... Uh, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't come to practice for 50 grand, so that's... No, uh, exactly. That's know. chump change for what we were getting paid in the yeah. AHL, mate. So, um no, I really don't know. I know it's a professional league. I'm so curious to see if players actually do. Did you actually uh, see 50 grand out there? I did, but I don't think it's yeah. true. I have heard the coaches are on a, uh, well, if we were calling 100 bucks a three-digit salary, mm-hmm. this one would be a five-digit salary. Wow, well, no decimals. Okay. No, yeah, five. It would be seven if we added the decimals. Wowza. Um, who knows? Uh, but you know what? I love it. Mm. It kind of reminds me, we've spoken about this before, it reminds me of wrestling. Yep. You know, wrestling gets overhyped. It's crazy commentating. It's, but it, it gets you watching. Yep. And um, Olivier Martin playing as a player. Yeah, um, I thought that was and interesting. Actually, and actually, what I found most interesting looking at the list is your mate, Matty, Jamie Woodman from Perth mm. with the last pick overall. And he is a national team player. I would have thought, there's, so there's got to be something else there. Yeah, I, I went straight to the source, mate. I said, what's going on here? How are you picked last? This is reminding me of uh, primary school all over again. But um, yeah, sure enough, he wasn't sure about the commitment. Um, there was some very last minute deals as to how that may look for, for Jamie. And um, I think a few GMs over there were just unsure about how long that was going to take. So... Uh, obviously, the the team that selected him, I can't remember who it was, the Brewers or something, um, must have been happy to just wait wait it out and just get that. Uh, so it's it's kind of like drafting those Russian players in the NHL. You're exactly. never sure if they're going to come. Yeah. So yeah. he, yeah, and I would believe it because he's he's pretty much a superstar in AHL. So I was shocked to see him come through last as well, mate. But obviously, yeah. it was just nutting out those finer details. Now, did he share uh, any contract status? You know, is is he get is he buying that out? He's always been after. Yeah, I think he just bought a uh, a palace on the beach in Perth with the uh, the yeah, signing Cotter, bonus. Cotter's low, probably. Yeah. yeah. No, no, nothing, nothing as yet. He's not even aware that there would be any actually money exchanged at all. Okay. So he's not the most organised guy that I know. But um, yeah, we'll see what happens anyway. We'll um, yeah, we'll touch base with a few other players we know and see what's going on there. You know who I thought I would have seen in that league, and if I was that league, this player would be one of my poster boys. That sounds weird to say. Mm. They one of my. Um, because I think he would fit that this that league perfectly with the whole wrestling style, and that is uh, our ex teammate Robert Hasselberg. Yeah, Hasselberg, Hasselhurst. Sorry, Hasselhurst. Hasselhurst. Yeah, you're right. We did call him Hasselberg. I don't know how that came yeah. about, but um, you know what, mate? He lives the in moment. Margaret River uh, most of his time. Not a lot of Wi Fi. Just, just ask him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He'll tell you. Hi, I'm Rob from Margaret River. Um, <laughs> But maybe he just hasn't seen anything online, mate. He's he just been could have been off the grid. Exactly. I, one of my all-time favourite teammates. Yeah, uh, absolute legend. Different, but different cat. Wouldn't surprise me if he hasn't heard anything and doesn't even know about it. So, Mate, speaking of other ex-teammates, now that we're just... Do we have anything more for the pod? That's it, mate. Okay. Actually, I have one on streaming. Do we want to talk about that? Uh, sure. 
before I talk about this other teammate. But oh no, before we get that, mate, Jordy Woodrick uh, just taken a position as an advisor to a uh, hockey association in America. Wow, I can't remember where it's located, but he's helping with their skills practice and just kind of all round um, advisor to their program. So he's made the move to the states. And uh, good on him. You yeah, know, starting absolutely. Starting out the coaching, advising journey in his career. One of our other all-time favourite teammates. So mm. well done, Jordy. Now, the question came in, uh, streaming games. We had obviously um, said earlier in the podcast history, episode 31 today, Matty. I don't know if you mentioned that off the bat. I sure but, did, mate. Um, that we might stream some in-house games. Uh did we? Probably us just talking, rambling. Because I know I we said we were going to stream the uh, the esports games. Esports, yeah, yeah, streaming Twitch, all that. But uh, yeah, look, we're actually talking to the club about some streaming, and uh, particularly getting the juniors involved, whether it's commentating, whether it's their games. Um, so, but there's nothing yet to announce. So, uh, I can say though, just because of all this other cool stuff going on this year, there won't be regular streaming this year. We're mm-hmm. looking at some events, perhaps the Polaris or Sirius Cup or whatever they end up being named uh, and things like that. So I think there will be some streaming. I think you will see some um, and we'll let you know once that's kind of confirmed. But I can I can probably safely say there won't be a regular stream each week. Yep. No, that's right. I think that's spot on, mate. We're, and we're I th- only human. Exactly. I think those events are the perfect time to, to do that and we'll have to... Get in touch with the rink, uh, Mick Smith as well, and get that teed up so it looks nice and professional. Also, another uh, tidbit information I can get out there, Stampede. Stampede mm. 2022 is going to be a big one, uh, and it's going to be launched shortly. But a cool thing we're looking at doing this year, Maddie, is you sign up your team, you pay your deposit, you give us your roster of players, which can change a little bit over time, but it's just got to meet the criteria. You give us your team logo, and then included in it this year is um, going to be that uh, you just rock up on the day, and boom, we have your team jersey and socks all ready to go with your logo on them. Boom. So That's I think right. it's going to be, if all this comes to fruition, we'll launch it real soon, the best-looking stampede yet. And I know we worked on this last year, but it's more higher chance of happening this year, mate, of uh, getting Taco, the mechanical bull, to make an appearance. There we go. Heard it here first, guys. Boom. Absolutely. We'll try get the Stampede Rego we'll, out. We'll mic drop with that this, one. Yeah, this month, um, as you've said. And we'll start getting that rolling in. But very exciting things coming ahead for us, mate. All right. I think that's it for our run sheet today. Davey, is there any last words from you before we wrap up for this week? Um, yeah, last word for me. Shout out to my mum listening home in Melbourne, Alison. Uh I've been meaning to shout you out on the last few podcasts. It's so big time now, Maddie. Is mum about listening each week? She, mate, she listens and she has no idea what we're talking about because she doesn't <laughs> know the players or anything. But um, I'm sure she just loves hearing her son's voice and can you blame her? But uh, shout out to Mama Bear Ferrari. Amazing. And, uh, mate, we'll sign off for episode 31. Perfect way to finish it, mate. All right, guys, thanks so much for listening and we will see you next week. 